Hey y'all, welcome back to Step Up Podcast. We are so glad to have you here as our listeners today. I'm Shrishta Chaudhary. I'm 17. I'm from India and I'm very interested in watching and binging TV shows and movies. Hi guys, my name is Fatma Niyadi and I'm from Dubai. I'm also 17 years old and I'm also I also enjoy watching TV. Hello everybody. My name is Ifa Kanan and today we're going to talk about shows that we think are overhyped and sitcoms in general. Okay. So for our first show, we're going to be talking about Friends and obviously most of you like it. There Some are not one told me life was going to be this way. <laughs> that was pretty out of sync but sure. <laughs> There's a lot of mixed opinions about friends, but for those who of you who don't know what friends is about, it's basically follows a friend group that consists of six friends in New York and they and we watch them go through life and their ups and downs. And obviously, there are a lot of friends in the friend group who happen to fall in and out of love with each other. And coming to that topic, What do you think about Ross and Rachel? Are Ooh. they are they always on a break? Are they coming back? Like I haven't watched the reunion yet, but reunion was all about just coming back not as the characters but as a show. So if we keep aside the reunion, I guess Rachel and Ross were end game but they had a lot of ups and downs so Definitely. what do you have to think you about think... that ifa so i think i don't know actually to be honest i'm pretty confused if, uh, i don't know if i should side up with ross and think actually no i'm going to side up with rachel on this one i feel like ross shouldn't have gone and like done whatever he did that was wrong like that was very very wrong and yeah i'm going to have to side up with rachel on this one they were they were not on a, like they were on a break but at the same time it was it was really wrong for ross to go and do something like that it was really bad it was too soon i feel it was too soon yeah it was very soon what about you fatwa i actually side up with ross rachel did leave him technically <gasps> so oh my god <laughs> and the sides rachel kind of did the same thing to ross too so I, yeah. guess. Oh, I guess I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a good point. That relationship is complicated, but in the end, they have a child together. They are in love, even if they fall out of love sometimes. So, yeah, I yeah. guess I guess that's a lesson we the- take from them. Oh, also for any of the listeners, if you haven't watched the shows already, do not listen to this podcast because it's gonna be having a lot of spoilers for you guys. Yeah, you can throughout, listen to it either way. Throughout the podcast, throughout although the podcast. they tend to fall in and out of love, I think they were they started off as friends, and um, Ross kind of had a crush on Rachel for such a long time. and they've been Ooh, friends yeah. for so long so even if they fall out of love i still think they're going to be friends and they're going to be good parents to their child so yeah okay. but speaking of ross moving on to ross to his sister monica who is also friends with rachel but she's she's 
Ross's sister, and she supports both of them. She has such a great character development. She's an exceptional character. What do you guys think about her? What do you think, Effa? I, I feel like definitely she she does have uh, good character development throughout, but then I'm not sure because of her representation of the fat shaming and then OCD. I mean, that's what I think. What about you, Shrishta? I kind of relate with Monica sometimes like, okay, falling in love with Chandler, goals. And her, her freakiness about cleaning everything and like it isn't portrayed actually how it is in real life but I kind of relate with her in that case I am a clean freak as well and uh, and she's amazing cook as well so I mean from Monica being so like being a side character to going to the main character like from the beginning she was a main character but she wasn't given that much emphasis but as the series went on, she played a real integral role. So, yeah, I, I get that. Um, but uh, I think when we talk about friends and overall, it's just that is whether the show hyped or not. And for me personally, I feel like it is overhyped. I mean, I, I wouldn't say like, you know, all the other shows are flawless, obviously. But I just feel like overall, it is pretty overhyped like it's a good show with few plots here and there should that shouldn't have been included or could be changed or amended but at the same time I feel like the fact that it's hyped up so much by so many people around it's just it's it's it's, it's not worth it I feel and and that is that's my take on it I feel like it is overhyped for a show what do you guys think Fatima what do you think I do think that the show is overhyped, obviously. Um, I've binge-watched all, te- all 10 um, seasons, and I actually can't remember anything from the show. That's why I feel like it's so overhyped. Like, I, know, I'm, I know it's a sitcom, and you're supposed to watch each episode like separately, or if you watch season eight before season one, the show is still supposed to make sense. However, it's, it just doesn't live up to the hype. Uh, there are lots of cafes, a lot of merchandise, and you hear about it all the time. Even if you haven't watched the show, you always hear about Rachel and Monica and Ross and all these characters. And I feel like maybe, maybe it's a bit overhyped. Maybe it's a good show, but it didn't live up to the hype. Maybe that's because that's the reason I didn't enjoy it quite much. Is because it was so it was so hype. I had a lot of expectations for the show. I went into watching the show, and it didn't live up to it. The it, it was not it. I totally yeah, agree with that. Not. Like it didn't live up to the expectations. People are actually obsessed with the show, and they think it's so amazing. But there are shows and sitcoms much better than Friends, and in my opinion, that is. And friends is just like, it's friends and that's how they live, but it's not at all realistic. Not mm, at all realistic. Chaotic. Very chaotic. Yeah, exactly. I think we're all jealous of their friendship. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad show necessarily. We're not saying it's a bad show. It's, it's, it's not just an exceptional like, honestly, show. Yeah. 
and i feel like the laughing tracks like oh come on if you, i think many parts if you remove the laughing tracks it's not even funny and i exactly. don't have against anything against laughing tracks because there are shows out there with good uh, uh good plots and laughing tracks like for example in my opinion i really love how i met your mother and it has laughing tracks but it still is good like it's funny with all the characters and plots and everything but i just feel many parts of friends if you remove the laughing tracks in the middle it just it's like you know it's bland it doesn't make uh sense to be that funny or you know in returning it to be overhyped yeah i agree with that so and now <laughs> as we speak about our uh sitcoms and shows i think one of my favorite one of my favorite shows will be brooklyn nine nine And nine nine. so, for anyone, <laughs> nine nine. For anyone who does not know what Brooklyn Nine Nine is, it's a comedy series following the exploits of Detective Jake Peralta, played by the very dashing Andy Samberg and his diverse, lovable colleagues as they police the NYPD's ninety ninth precinct, given its name, Brooklyn Nine Nine. So I I really enjoy the show. I love the show. I can watch it a thousand times, and I will not get bored because it's like my comfort show at this point. I really really enjoy watching it genuinely. But I I wouldn't say it's like completely flawless. It does have flaws and stuff. But uh, to me, I feel like it's a really nice show with very good plot and good representation of the police and everything else that they go through themselves. What do you guys think about it? Well. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is also one of my favorite shows. I am currently binging it again, just Yay. for the new season. As the new season is coming out, I'm binging it so badly, and it's a very lovable show. Actually, like it. Okay, no show is the actual representation of real life, but true, the true. adventures of Jake Peralta and the whole cast. It's characters are way too nice the all the character have a distinct feature which distinguishes them from each other and have a unique thing which is so admirable you can clearly see the love that we have for the show it's just it's, it's really much we are speechless basically the characters I think Rosa Whitefar is one of the most unique characters Ooh, in the show. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Personally, she's my favorite because she has like a hard shell. She is tough. She looks tough, but when you actually meet her and through her interactions with her friends, you can see that she's just true softy on the inside. And that is seen when she comes out. She actually she's she's part of the LGBTQ. Uh, Uh, she's part of the LGBTQ, and she comes out to her parents. They're not really that accepting, and she has to face that. She was really down when that happened to her, and her friends show up and they surprise her. And she has such a uh, supportive friend group. Her friends are her colleagues, uh, the other characters in the show. And through mm-hmm. her their support, she actually breaks that hard shell, and we can see how she stopped on the inside and her true character. And definitely, yes, yeah. I'll agree with that. She's uh-huh. portrayed as such a mysterious character, and to be honest, she is mysterious. Like nobody actually knows her properly, but they still know her because they spend so much time yeah. with her. She is predictable, but she 
likes to think she isn't yes that's that's a perfect line definitely and speaking of rosa and all the episodes that goes on like as i said before the the more i love the show i'm not going to deny that it doesn't have anything that i would want to change about it for example uh, for everyone who's watched the show there there is an episode called casecation in either ep- in season 7 or season 6 i'm not really season sure six. season 6 thank you so there's a episode called casecation and it's basically a Uh, revolving around Jake and Amy having children i feel like it was forced you know i feel like amy forced jake to have kids and the fact that she said the line um, what was it yeah it was uh, i'm not going to start all over again till like till i'm 30 or something and i was like oh <laughs> that was unexpected and that, that was pretty unnecessary that was mean that was pretty unnecessary i feel and then jake is like just pressurized into having a kid so I I feel like that shouldn't have happened and could have like taken a different route or an angle or perspective. That's what I feel. Yeah, I mean, I have you... seen Jake turn over things for Amy a thousand times. He adjusts <laughs> yeah. to Amy, not like Amy adjusts to Jake while he's a wild character and everyone has to adjust to him. But the main sacrifices are mostly made by Jake. So. Yes, definitely. I'll agree to that. I I feel like they showed the shows focus so much more on Jake falling in love with Amy. I haven't really seen much instances of Amy like doing the same thing for Jake. Like, I feel like that's kind of missing for me. I would I would love to see more of Amy being in love with Jake. It's I the know, opposite. Like the new season is coming out. The new and the last season. Like I'm so sad about that. So emotional. I know it's, it's very emotional. The new season. A lot of hearts are getting broken. So soon, bro. Like it's it, August twelfth. It's just here. It is here. It's, and it'll be it the last here. season, and we'll see Jake and Amy be parents. Yeah, with Matt. Oh, with Matt. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know they'll be parents. I'm so happy about that. I'm so thrilled to see them as parents, as working parents, basically. And yeah, the adventures to come along. Oh my god! That child, that child has been through a lot ever since his birth, and and like his you know, if you have, so if you. <laughs> Yeah, if you have seen the trailer, you'll see a point where Jake and Amy uh shout at each other, saying that you were supposed to pick him from the daycare, and they forget him in the daycare. So he's he's been through a lot. So it'll yeah. be fun seeing him. His childhood is going to be amazing. That I amazing. can agree on. Definitely. That child is going to have yeah. amazing parents. He's so lucky. Oh yeah, definitely. Not even amazing parents. He already has a. Has too many families, like its paternal side, maternal side, and the precinct. Oh yeah, and the precinct, uncle, uncle, uh, uncle Ball, un- uncle no, Terry, <laughs> grandfather, Ro- auntie Roro, grandfather, baby, baby. Bo- oh my god, yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely, oh Kevin and Holt. That'll be that'll be really emotional to watch. Okay. as we have covered a lot of good tv shows <laughs> let's go to a bit downfall series which Ooh. is called as riverdale riverdale Ooh. is riverdale is basically a drama thriller based on characters from archie comics 
which is adapted from Archie comics, but I don't think it still has similarities to Archie comics beside the name of the characters. And I agree. I've, I've actually read the comics and it's nothing, nothing, it's nothing, nothing like, it's nothing like the show. I mean, the comics are funny and dramatic, but the series just go along a dark path, which is kind of not needed. And it's basically like in every season, we have a new villain, which, and yeah. And these guys are high schoolers and they are always involved in so many things other than high school. Let me just, let me just tell you, they don't look like high schoolers at all. <laughs> Not they are 27, at all. 28 in their real life. What do you expect? Some of yeah, them are yeah. parents in real life. Some of them are parents, have to be parents. And they're playing 15, 16 year olds. Like we are 15 and 16. They look nothing like us. They have to worry about fighting crimes. I know we have to worry about the school, our stats and our scores. They have side businesses. They have side businesses. What do we have? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Um, Perhaps one of the best characters out there in the show. I mean, I think she carried the show. Cheryl. She had such a character arc. Okay, so Cheryl used to be the villain, if you didn't know. Spoiler. Yeah, like she was the story villain. started because of her brother getting murdered. I'm sorry for the spoilers, yeah. but that's just the beginning of the series. Yeah, and we follow uh, her through grieving through her brother, uh, through her brother's uh, death, and how she's supposed to deal with that. She's also the popular mean girl in school. But throughout the series, that changes, and she confines in the fr- fr- in her new friends who were she was she was actually arch nemesis nemesis with Veronica, Betty, Jughead. She didn't really get along with them, but she be- she eventually becomes friends with them, and through that we see her character arc and her character change. She also surprise surprise comes out as part of the LGBTQ member, and she gets involved with a lot of in a lot of drama. And although the series is not perhaps one of the best, but she carries it, she carries the show and she puts a sense of humor, like sarcastic humor, which I tend to like. And she's a bombshell. She has such fashion or a great iconic. The color red. The red lipstick is so iconic. Red hair. Red hair, red red lipstick, red dresses. Such a moment. Iconic. Iconic, yes. And... Yeah, what do you guys think about her? I mean, her she's basically arc. the queen bee of Riverdale from the very beginning. Yeah. And she takes over the serpents as well. And she has reaches everywhere. She's not only involved in everything, but she's also a good student. She is captain of the cheerleading squad. She is the school president. I mean, she's a totally amazing, talented character. Yes, and she also tends to sacrifice herself a lot for her friends. She saves them. She's a boss. She's a boss. That's all I can say. (laughs) We we clearly love Cheryl over here. I mean, yeah. What do you guys think of Betty and Jughead? I mean, I know about Cheryl. Talking about Cheryl, as Cheryl is half sister of Betty, and then the and Jughead are maybe siblings i mean the whole family so messy, relations so chaotic are so chaotic 
how complicated it's, from the very beginning i mean n- I think no one thought Betty and Jagad would come together in the first two episodes, but then they are the main goal relationship of the series, and they are there for each other in every case. Like we have seen other relationships fall apart and build up, but from the very beginning, Betty and Jagad are like so tight. But they kind of have a fallout when both of them kiss other people and all. So I mean, <laughs> so chaotic again. Drama, drama is part of Riverdale. Drama is Riverdale, basically. And yes. Talking about Betty and Jughead, what about the actual cast, Lily and Cole? I am. Oh my so God! Sad. <laughs> so sad. So sad. Like I, I can't. I couldn't get over the fact that they're actually no more. I loved, loved, loved them as a couple. I love them in the show. I love them out of the show, and it was just really, really upsetting that they broke up because they were really good couple. I was obsessed with them at one point. I really loved them together, Cole and Lily. But they are now with someone else, and I hope they're doing well. But yeah, I'll always be someone who admired them together, always. Okay. So we can all agree that Riverdale actually had its prime time, where everyone enjoyed the show. All we can talk one. about is that's it. Season, season one, season yeah, one, season that's one. Uh, the cast. We can never stop talking about the cast. We kept shipping that, shipping them like Cole and Lily again, just like an arm mention. Um, and so, what? What? Why do people? Why did people stop like watching the the show, or what happened? Um, what do you guys think happened? Personally, I'm gonna go ahead, and I think it was the awful writing of the show. The show tried to be a lot of things. Like it tried. Let me just walk you through the whole show. In season one, it was like a murder case or a murder mystery to what happened to Cheryl's brother, and we obviously uncovered the truth and we figured out who was the villain all along. And I'm not gonna spoil that for you guys. Let's at home you guys know who that is and in season two uh there's a new villain a new masked villain and he is going around the city doing his thing and they're chasing around after him which is kind of a bit normal since yeah, it, it was still of, fine it was still yeah fine. it was fine but Moving on to season three, this is okay. where everything goes downhill. Suddenly, new demons emerge out of nowhere. Someone gets possessed. Something happens here and there, and then all I and then I stopped. Honestly, I stopped watching this all at season three. It was just it was. It's not it. It's not it. It's not the reveal day we we knew. It went downhill, and in season four, that that went. That's when it hit rock bottom for me. Someone went to war. <laughs> there was like a flash forward, like so random. Yeah, what? what? I'm telling you, try to be way too many things, and like they went to war. Um, there was like a huge uh, gap between the the time gap. Uh, they tried to do like a flash forward, like 10, 10 years, but the time didn't line up. They it kept a lot of. Like viewers lost, like what happens in the there was a lot of plot holes, a lot of plot holes. Yeah. I mean, everything was happening so suddenly. There was nothing constant about the show anymore. It was just 
drama drama yeah. drama anything they can think of let's just put into the show it will be fine <laughs> just because the characters that's are working so the show will go on yes that's i think that's what that's what was going on as he said with the shipping and the constant family issues and reunions someone was connected to another like in some weird way and they kept adding way too many villains and it tried to be so many things it tried to be it fit it tried to fit in so many genres romantic genres um uh, like uh, like it, they went to war as we said previously like suddenly it's like a historical drama like i don't know what's going on but that's when it hits its downfall but however we kind of see like a peak of the show in another show that we're going to talk about now which is never have i ever we actually see kamala watching the show yeah. did you guys catch that yeah i did the first first season yeah okay so for you guys who haven't watched never have i ever it's one of the newest shows uh, it's a new show that uh, netflix has released it talks about devi uh, who is a indian american teenage girl she's 15 years old so she's around our age we can relate to her and she goes to an american high school along with her friends fabiola and edinor and she is not popular as you can see she's a bit of an outcast and she falls in love ish she kind of has a crush on the popular girl, guy paxton and we kind of see her try to fit in and how she has to deal with her culture and trying to fit in and all that and since you guys are actually uh indians and she is indian do you think she did you justice and did she represent you and your cultural and your cultural well do i do think sharsha i mean she actually i guess they portrayed our culture as much as they could because i don't have an american indian perspective i just had the indian perspective so if i like when i watched the show i thought there were bits which were a lot like there were many bits which were not according to the actual culture representation so i mean i am not sure because mindy kaling wrote the show and she is uh, american indian and she showed her perspective which was very well and from an pure indian perspective i think they exaggerated some of the parts and the dressing sense as well in the ganesh puja part but mostly i would say they portrayed it really well i love devi's character i mean devi is not the typical indian girl nor am i so these days times are changing everyone's changing so there isn't any more a typical indian girl they wanted to represent so i would agree on devi's part and the parents i love the parents they try to adjust to the american culture and like that i think that's what happens when you migrate to american country so i would say the representation was pretty to the point for me i would say um, um as uh, shesha spoke about devi i would speak about anisa i feel like her character was uh, very new very fresh i mean not not fresh in the sense of sitcom history but fresh in the show and it, it was played it was played brilliantly by the actress 
but however i feel the cultural representation was on point now I, i don't i don't want to strike any controversy but for me i should feel like as she was portraying a muslim indian american girl there were a lot of aspects that they kind of ignored and only focused on so maybe that would be a little like uh, it's very they made it very stereotypical as i would say but yeah that's that's what i feel about anisa's representation it was not I mean, uh, the best they could the have time for the character development definitely yeah they, it was pretty rushed yeah like there wasn't any time for to focus on anisa it was all devi 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 that's it definitely i mean she's the main character of the show and speaking <laughs> yeah. of okay so She's in a, a bit of a love triangle, trying it with Paxton and Ben, and here's where the controversy comes. Who do you got? Which which team are you guys on? Team Ben or Team Paxton? Personally, Paxton all the way. Ben, Team Paxton all the way. I agree. I'm on Team Ben. Team Ben all the way. I mean, how see, can you see Ben is for the long term thing, but if you want a short term thing. Paxton is the guy. I mean, he finally <laughs> came for Devi. He finally came forward for Devi. He did, yeah. I, uh, say, but I, I think it's unfair. It's unfair that they did yeah. not give Ben any character development in season two. You know, it was like focused on Paxton's character development so much yeah. that they really like neglected Ben. But like, I feel in the first season, Paxton was portrayed. Him. In the first season, Paxton, <laughs> Paxton was portrayed as the bad guy. True, true. I okay, get that. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna ask something here, real quick. If Paxton didn't have that character development, would you be Team Paxton? Because I don't think I'd be. I'd ever root no. for him if he didn't no. have that development. No. No. Okay. 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 In the last, <laughs> in the last episode, if he didn't come through, I would be Team Ben. Yeah, it was so oh. heartbreaking when I was when I saw saw that he was like, oh, we can't really be together because. all of every, uh, because of everything that happened and uh, i was like like a bit heartbroken for devi that was that's why i'm team ben because devi should never be a second option and that's why we're both on team ben team ben all the way uh, yeah this one, yeah what do you think of her other relationships like with her friends and family chaotic problematic yeah. <laughs> devi ignored everyone yeah. devi is yeah. just focused on herself i mean it's kind of understandable because her dad died but dad doesn't give her a free pass for everything all the time for everything all the time like i i get really annoyed with the fact that she usually neglects her best friends fabula and elenor And, and and they always are there for her. so many instances of the show they show that uh, they uh, you know there are scenes where they want to talk about themselves but then devi immediately turns it to her and her problems because apparently her problems are bigger than theirs so i think that's very chaotic and problematic and however but then she can uh, she does clear up her mess as the show moves on so i think that's fair enough yeah i agree with that she's a bit selfish and As we can we can see that when Anisa comes around Anisa is like they Anisa's the new character in in the show and she's like a better version of Devi technically speaking that's her words and she's kind of jealous of her which really shows her true colors but she she realized that she realizes that and she tries 
to fix that, which is one of the things that I like about Devi. Yeah, yeah she tries to fix up her mess, but most of the time it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of too late, what do you think about a potential other season coming up? Mm. Um, okay. So I it is coming. It is going to come. I mean, <laughs> see the look sure. on Ben's face. See the look the on Ben's face. The cliffhanger. The cliffhanger. We the we cliffhanger. need another season. It we has definitely to. do. Another season where she actually ends up with Ben. Ben gets justice. Uh, we need the uh, Ben. Sorry, Krishna, but but what we all know she's. What if? Oh, you know what? We're just gonna leave it to the listeners because that's another mess to get into. What happens to Anissa? All right. So since we spoke about all these shows, now let's just—I think it's appropriate for us to go ahead and rate the shows that we think are the best according to our preference. So, having said that, let me start. Firstly, I think my favorite favorite show will be The Office. and it's it's always been my favorite because it was the first ever sitcom that i ever watched and i just loved the whole mockumentary and everything and how it was portrayed and the funny things and all of it so i really like office that's going to be top of my list second is going to be brooklyn nine nine as i spoke already about it and my love for it really showered in the podcast too third is going to be modern family and it's uh, in my list is pretty much similar to all, all of the shows are similar to each other it's like a mockumentary slash documentary shows and modern family is a very nice show and something to actually talk about uh, so i really love that show and i really love it's it's pretty long i will agree to that but at the same time i just love all the characters and it's a wonderful show to binge watch and then lastly i think i would say how i met your mother for many people this might like come as a shock but i actually liked the ending for someone who hasn't watched the show please watch it i mean i see, can see I, shishta I, being so shocked i i mean the ending is nice but it doesn't justify yeah, yeah, the name yeah i get it i get it it doesn't justify it, the name yeah definitely i do but it's just that i have been a sucker for robin and Ed since the yeah. beginning so i'm just going to go ahead with the ending So, how I met your mother will be the last show on my list. Now there are a few other shows that I like, but just like bits and bytes of it, not like all of it, like Gilmore Girls or uh, I can't really remember the other shows for now. <laughs> so yeah, there are a few shows that are okay here and there, but not as much as I love all these shows. What about you, Shrestha? Um, so I don't have a top top show because I. can't let my heart do it there are so many genres <laughs> so yeah. i can't put a single show on top but if i were to say like my top 5 i would go with suits that Ooh, show yeah. is amazing it is i, I have no words actually <laughs> that show is so nice like it is serious but it isn't all serious it is mixed up of there are relationship there is drama there's thriller there is mystery everything so like suits is one of my top series and then obviously brooklyn 99 because well yeah that's where the fam is at that where yeah the fam is at and then big bang theory as well i freaking love that show 
it's so good it isn't overhyped like i know people but they they don't like big bang theory i'm like where do you come from how can you not like they think it's very scientific but it isn't oh. scientific it's comic you have to if you don't like big bang theory don't come near shreshta yeah that's it don't, don't. <laughs> and uh, that and i like thrillers a lot so like peaky blinders and the boys the boys is way too good it's so dark i love it and so is peaky blinders it is based on real life as well so like these are my top 5 any day all right my list is a bit messy it's all over the place and honestly i know for a fact i'm going to listen to this podcast again and i'm going to remember the way i arranged the list and the shows i put up there and i'm going to be like oh my god why did i do that and i think it changes every once in a while but on the top of my list would have to be black mirror if you haven't watched the show you should just like go ahead and watch it it's such a good show it talks about like um real life things that happen in real life like things that we miss like in an alternate alternate universe if they went to extinct like to an extinct level what is going to happen so i i always like like psychological shows so it has to be up there i also enjoy good more girls look at the contrast between those shows it's it's a bit weird but yeah it's just like one of my comfort shows i feel i it's a bit controversial a controversial show there's a thing there are things that i like and i don't like about this show but it i'm just going to put it up there for the sake of it and my friends are probably going to kill me if i don't like it's our show like as a friend group we enjoy watching it together i think that's one of the reasons i enjoy the show and sherlock holmes is such a good show uh, it's a mysterious show falls in the into the mystery genre so I yeah i i didn't get into my top five. yeah exactly even even i forgot about it <laughs> but yeah it's a good show it's just so clever for me and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, obviously it's going to be up there. It's going to be up there. I Although I haven't finished it, I just know it's a good show. And I'm in season two. I forgot a bit about what's going on. But I know for sure it's it's up there. Uh, I also enjoy, uh, I don't know if I can put this on my list. Because it, it, it's, it, there's only one season of this show. So I'm going to have to see what happens. But for now, it can stay here. It's. it's a uh, bridgerton it's a new show oh my god oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've read the books and they're so oh. good so if it lives up to the hype then i think it can just stay there if not then i'm going to be a bit mad and pissed but yeah <laughs> salty a bit salty and yeah and since that these are our ratings you can just go ahead and tell us what are your ratings and what do you think of each and every single show that we talked about today on our latest post or on our social media platforms any of them on instagram uh twitter tiktok whatever it is and you can tell us and share your opinion on the shows And definitely yeah. do that we would love to hear your opinions and what you thought of our judgment as well so go ahead we're looking forward to that <laughs> yeah <laughs>
and yeah well that was it for the podcast until next time bye bye bye